Some people crave attention. Take me, for instance, the host of a short series podcast. I'm in the glory business, folks, and frankly, I don't love my odds. I'm not alone. You've got actors, artists, former classmates periscoping Survivor Dragon Island auditions. We share an addiction to the spotlight. Marcus Davis wishes he were allergic to the spotlight. Let's put it this way. Remember Booby Miles from Friday Night Lights? Marcus Davis is the nerdy booby. Wait, that came out wrong. The point is, Marcus Davis is never going to come on this podcast. He avoids every spotlight, even the dim, flickering ones. So the best we can do is give you glimpses into his mind. Like this tweet from Monday, October 22nd, 2017. Quote, Lasagna on a Monday. What up, Garfield? End quote. Maybe it's best to hear from his peers. There was the player whose starting job Marcus took over in high school. I start. My dad sent me to summer camps and made me eat all those nutritional gel packs when we were in training in the backyard, but I still couldn't do anything about them goddamn freshmen that showed up to tryouts one day. Coach didn't play them, obviously. I was a senior. I already committed to Coastal Carolina, and Marcus was wearing hammer-down pads. Before into our game against Eagleton High Week 3, my left tackle lets block slip and I get concussed. Then, the backup QB, Donnie Inkles, who's a kicker and the kid who all the linemen copied off in math, he got table-topped and tore like 18 muscles. What happened? Marcus threw like 400 yards and three touchdowns. I couldn't believe it. I thought it was the concussion. Take it you didn't get the starting spot back? No, sir, I did not. Kenny said their coach had no choice. The team had a shot at the playoffs that year, and Marcus gave them an edge kids three or four years older couldn't. They only lost two more games that year, and they came within one score of the state title. Kenny would have been disappointed, but he had other things to worry about. Mostly working on his skills at the Under Armour Offensive Concussions Are Not a Settled Science summer camp in Marigold, Texas, one of the state's many football delicacies to be had for five grand, which was a little too rich for plenty of families, including the Davises. It was Saturday, and the schedule said we were going to have special guests coming to work with the QBs and the wideouts. And behold, I see a pair of khakis walk through the door with the play card tucked into them. Yes, sir, I thought I was going to get on someone's radar when I saw Jim Harbaugh walk to the field. Kenny said Harbaugh talked for an hour. 45 minutes over schedule. Then they all started drills. Passing trees, throwing into coverage, seven on sevens. It was intense. Nobody wanted to mess up in front of one of the biggest coaches in the NCAA. Harbaugh even dropped into coverage a few times. Khakis swishing in the wind. Well, how'd you do? Pretty fucking great. If I ever got a turn with Harbaugh. What do you mean? Marcus. He was at the camp too? No. He poses a ball boy helping with the camp. We were halfway through a drill and Harbaugh calls for a ball. All of a sudden, Marcus is yelling from the opposite side of the field and letting a fucking bomb go right at him. Harbaugh didn't even have to move. And right in the manila folder. That was the end of the camp's special guest day. Harbaugh and Marcus walked off the field together and no refunds were provided. Here's another tweet from Marcus. May 14th at 10.03 p.m. Quote, when you read your bio textbook and it says endoplasmic reticulum, and you're like, more like endoplasmic ridiculous. End quote. And then it's a gif of director Spike Lee at a New York Knicks game wearing a bright orange vest and a Knicks ski cap, and he's sort of throwing his arms up in frustration and mouths, oh, come on, to the ref, and it's, it's really perfect because it ends just as he puts his hand down, and then it goes right back up. Huh. 
That's pretty mesmerizing. Someone who favorited that tweet was Kristen Pierce, a classmate of Marcus's since the first grade. Yeah, we had classes together. Mutual friends, but we were never close. Things started getting crazy sophomore year. He's on magazine covers. There are cameras literally everywhere. The magazine was ESPN, a profile from Mina Kimes. The cameras, every station from ABC to the Big Ten Network. He was LeBron in shoulder pads and a segment on every sports show. If you had cable, hell, even Snapchat, and you gave even the slightest damn about football, you knew who Marcus Davis was. And that kind of attention can wreak havoc on a young man who doesn't want it. And it did. He was escorted out of games to fend off autograph hunters. He even registered for the SATs under a different name, the anti-Derek Rose. The attention caused Marcus to draw inward. He was nice to everyone. Everyone knew him, obviously, but Michelle and Devon were the only ones close to him. That was his posse? Ew, um, I, I guess. They were just his best friends, and they were very protective. It was rare you didn't see Marcus without them. In fact, it was rare to see Marcus alone at all. He was either with Michelle and Devin or his mother and sister. It was a tight circle, his shields against the demand of the outside world. Things were normal, I guess, until Sarah Espinosa's quinceañera junior year. Her parents went to bed at 11, and that's when the booze came out. Sherry Young dropped three wine glasses, so they woke up and found a lot of bad things happening all over their house. One of them was Marcus drinking 60-year-old schnapps off Sarah with one of Shakira's backup dancers pouring. Shakira was there? Oh yeah, they're loaded. But everyone got in trouble. Marcus and a couple other players were suspended for a game. But Marcus was all over the news. A video of him with a joint got shared like crazy. He didn't show up to school until like Wednesday afternoon the week after. Was he different after that? He, he wasn't really our classmate anymore. He was a celebrity. I just had classes with him every day. It was like going to high school with Honey Boo Boo. Marcus remained silent on the matter. No statement, Instagram apology, or Snapchat mea culpa. His first tweet after the incident, 14 days later. Sunday, October 28th. Man, hate all you want, but Gaga killed it in the new Catwoman. Oh, that khaki fuck. No one haunts my dreams more than that conniving backyard dad son of a bitch. Literally gets handed a diamond on a diamond platter handing Marcus oranges at summer camp. Thank God Marcus smokes weed. Jim Harbaugh makes the recruitment of Marcus Davis very difficult. But the NCAA hates marijuana and we couldn't care less. Point for us. Cal and Greg first learned of Marcus three weeks before his suspension. They were in San Antonio, checking out whether it could be their next expansion city. It wasn't. Greg's words, too many intersections, not enough live jazz. But Marcus's team was in the area, and naturally, the buzz was about town. Dallas Irving High was at home that night, they were told. You can watch the kid. So they did. On an 88-degree night, Cal and Greg watched the most impressive football performance they'd ever seen. Marcus threw for two touchdowns and ran for two more. The last was of the hurdle over diving cornerback at the goal line variety. You know, that old chestnut. And Cal missed the whole thing waiting for an eight-year-old to get out of the portage on. 
Fucking Timmy taking his goddamn time. Cal and Greg flew back to HQ and asked the recruitment team what their progress was on Marcus Davis. They looked at me like I asked them in Russian. They said, no way we get him. He's in Harbaugh's khaki pocket. To just give up on a player like that irked me. Uh, how do I put this? Uh, Cal roars when he is angry. He's a big guy. A lot of bass coming from in there. It's like Mufasa. R.I.P. When he is pissed. He also breaks things like pencils, a whiteboard, our foosball table, which was way out of line. All right. All right. I calm down. No one got fired, but this kid was a game changer. I'm just watching DVDs I had shipped from his high school. 50 hours of grainy footage shot from the top row of the bleachers. That is not a very forgiving angle after a straight day of watching, but holy hell sweet merciful Madden. The decision was made. Cal and Greg had to go after Marcus. The ACL needed him, they thought. Just as they thought the ACL could do more for him than the NCAA. That was going to be an entirely different fight, though, as Mason Spaulding made abundantly clear. The NCAA goes hard after middling talent, okay? I had a recreational discretionary budget for any kid that could run a 4-5-40 without tripping over himself. <laughs> a kid like Marcus? God, I can only imagine the war chest the NCAA was building up for him. And it didn't help that he got a head start with Harbaugh. I mean, Jesus, fuck. No one at the NCAA likes that guy. Me, most of all. Still. We're talking endowments at his high school, football parties on recruiting tours where there wasn't alcohol being drunk off the breasts of a 19-year-old. Meet and greets with pro bowlers, hall of famers. I mean, he would be treated like a king. To them, he would be. We knew we had to do it, too. The Hurry Up is brought to you by Uber X. Meet someone at the club and don't want an awkward car ride back? Uber X gives you the privacy and luxury of a VIP suite with brand alcohols and optional penal protection plans. All cars include blackout windows, foldable seats, and the patent-pended Uber XXX spongy seatbelt. What is that? Okay. Due to DOT restrictions, Uber XXX no longer offers sexual toys, chemical enhancements, or swords. Okay. Sign up today with code Boober to receive $5 off your first 20 rides. Uber XXX. Whew. It's going to be a bumpy ride. It sure is. That is awkward. 